Welcome, Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your favorite blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. So today is actually, how should I say it, a pretty amazing day. It's party day. There's things to celebrate. Why, Why are we celebrating? Because it's Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, and, and here I thought it was because we have a special guest we and guessed. a special announcement about the special guest. Yeah, you always say that. I, I noticed that lately. I say special guest and you say, we have a guest? I'm always confused. I can't How help do you it. Miss- how do you miss the yellow shirt over there? I don't know. How do you miss that? Okay, so who's on the show tonight? Brian Little, and he's also known as, and his show name is, Your Favorite Blockhead. How's it going, buddy? As Bruce Buffer has said many times in the UFC inside the octagon, it's time. And you know what? I was saving this for a good time, brother. I was saving the A&W root beer for this particular situation. Because as you can see, it's aged vanilla, man. You know, let me, let me just get out of it. Bargs have, might have bite and mug might be old-fashioned. But, you know, it's a tough breed of blockhead who can tell a bunch of guys on St. Paddy's Day that are standing in a line at the gas stations to get their natural, their coors, their bud ice to tell them, step aside, boys. Because the real men are going to drink the hard stuff on a Friday night. So that's my introduction. Let's roll with this, man. What do you have to say about that, Toria? I can't agree with your with your slam on Barks. It's literally my favorite <laughs> beverage. Well, I have to stay true to the brand because if I, I don't want to – please don't think of me as referring to as – uh, aged, I guess you could say, Mike. But if you remember right, there was a time when A&W did have peanuts all over the cream sodas and the root beers and other stuff yeah. that they had. So if I'm going to be a diehard blockhead, an OG for the peanuts gang, then I better stick with my allegiance. I better stick with A&W. But I can understand you your point, Toria. Did you know they you still have that. A&W stores in Canada where you can buy like food and stuff? Oh, that's beautiful. Better make sure I get the right currency to go in there, though, because otherwise they won't take it or I might not be able to use it on the other side of the border. So maybe that could be a bucket list thing for Blockhead. So there you go. Don't tell them Don't tell them you're tired when you cross the border either. That's true. <laughs> I, I, I've, I've had that experience. It, it costs me three and a half hours of my life once and another three hours another time of my life. Six hours dealing with Canadian border security. Damn Canadians, they're the worst. It's no joke, man. It's no joke. You know, George St. Pierre may be the uh, one of the greatest of all time coming from that side, but he's one of the few commodities that I have uh, to brag about when it comes to (laughs) Canadian commodity that is. So, anyway. You don't like Canadian football? 
Oh, that's true. Uh, there, there was actually a team that one of uh, the guys from Texas Tech, Graham Harrell, ended up on for a while. That was a Canadian team. Uh, he, uh, he, he's coaching now, so he didn't really, he didn't really take off very much with that. But no, 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 no hate against the teams. Just you know, again, I can see how the, the currency and the being tired is going to cause a red flag for that. Very, very interesting group of people over there. So what I, uh, what I always tease Toria about is that. <laughs> Hockey is always thought of as a, you know, the sport that comes from Canada. And I ask her, you know, like, what's wrong with with Canada that they don't have uh, some representative in the Stanley Cup finals for like how many years? Well, what's the story? 66% of the players in the NHL are from Canada. I looked it up. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. That's why. Who pays the bill? All the American teams pay better. So all the Canadians move south. Insert Tory rant here if you know how the show rolls. <laughs> that wasn't meant to cut you off. You, you keep going. No, I, was, I was done. We've had this discussion so, like six different times before about NHL and why Canadians are way better. But it's fun to push her buttons. <laughs> there you, you can, go. He's and you know what's nice about, is what it is. And, and you know what's nice about this format versus others that we've used is that it has the little video window. And a big part of our show is usually she sits on one end of our couch and I sit on the other end of our couch and I can see her reaction to things and she can see my reaction to things. And so we, we poke at each other a little bit, you know? And um, so you, sometimes when you hear those long rants from either me or her, that's why somebody poked. Right. You and maybe it wasn't the body even, language a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe it wasn't even me that poked her. Somebody outside got her all upset. And she just goes Somebody off. On you know, Instagram, and I, I love it. Pretty fired up the other day. <laughs> if you want to walk down memory lane, there. Tori. Oh, oh no, no, that guy, that guy. Did I do that? <laughs> nope, nope. There's been two since then. I've restrained myself. <laughs> That's funny. That's just very funny. That guy was special. So, so guys, I want to tell everybody what's going on. All right. So give me a second here. You know, I don't ever get to talk enough on these shows. So, you know, let me go here. <laughs> we all know that's not right, but right. okay. anyway, um, your favorite blockhead has, um, joined the dark side and, um, he is the newest member of Yogi's podcast network. Did we send him these? We're gonna we're gonna have in the show notes because it's gonna take a little while to get this set up, but we'll have in the show notes the uh, URL um, to the um, show page on Yogi's Podcast Network. We'll also, of course, put the you know your favorite blockheads uh, website address in there, and I will put um, there was something else that I was thinking about. What was I thinking about? There's a third thing. What's the third thing? These things tend to happen. Here's what you need to do, uh, Mike. Whenever you lose a thought like that and you're sitting down, just jump up like this because it, it, it ends up hiding right back there in your posterior. So what you do when you <laughs> lose that thought is you jump up in the seat and it will send the thought back up here and you'll be reprogrammed. If you have to do it, go ahead and do it. The whole world is wa- is not watching. Only the, the We have a blind audience. I don't know. So see if I that think can- it was just – I actually think it was only two. I think it was the show page and your and your website um but guys this is the thing you've got to now now that you're listening to this you have got to subscribe to his show and then don't just be one of those people who subscribes you got to listen because like how how we kind of met 
was, I don't even remember which group because I'm in so many darn groups on Facebook for podcasting, but we were in a podcast group and they were, they were exchanging shout outs. And so unbeknownst to me, he just sends me a message and said, yeah, I put something together for you. Um, and like he, he was sick for a little while, different things happened. He was all apologetic. And I thought, this is the nicest guy. This is like the nicest guy because, because he's doing something for me completely free. And he's apologizing to me that it isn't getting done in the timeline he expected. And I was like, that's the nicest, that's the nicest thing. And so as you guys who listen to the show regularly know, this is the guy that I have in the shout out that's in like the last five episodes. Quite a few. And it's going to be in quite a few more because, <laughs> you know, he's a, he's a good guy. He's a decent guy. And we, one of the things, you know what? We talk about it on the show all the time. People online, they hate me. Why do they hate me? Because I am a sarcastic person. No, and sarcasm doesn't you? translate well to written form but then they meet me in person and they like me but that's also because i i'm the guy and we've talked about this in the show too and I, and i mean this we have a community group in in facebook and if one of those community members was a two-hour drive away and they tried to reach their family and whatever and they they were stuck and they messaged me on facebook at two in the morning and woke me up out of a sound sleep and said you're my last hope i'd get in the car i'd go get them and i'd bring them back person i don't even know because that's just, I believe in helping with society. I think it's why I got involved in politics. It's yeah, you're also a libertarian why version of Medea. You'll beat somebody upside the head one minute and then take them to the doctor <laughs> five minutes later. After exactly, exactly. And I think, I think this is also why I think I'm done with politics because for the same reason. You, you've heard us talk about the homeless shelter issue, correct? Yes, I have actually. Well, what drives me bananas is quite literally every argument against the homeless shelter. <laughs> it's already here. And sure. yet there's no homeless shelter. So, I mean, that's like saying, um, lots of, I'm just gonna, I don't want to make you self-conscious, but that's like saying this is going to be our worst episode ever. And um, it's all because of you. Um, no, you know, like that happened. We ha- already had our worst episode ever. It's probably our first episode. Taco episode. So, so like, shut up. Hey. Uh, taco episode was a good one. I don't know which one, one of your gems, Tori. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm taking a shot in the dark on that. <laughs> now, oh, by the way. The tacos again. By the way, we have an interesting guest on our next episode. But the episode after that, you guys voted on Instagram for a Toria-focused episode. Nope. And so there's going to be a list of like seven to 800 questions and then i'm just going to randomly go through them and pick which ones i want to ask and we'll ask like maybe five who knows out of the seven to eight hundred but you guys on instagram send me your your questions but send them directly to my personal instagram which is just mike mahoney because somebody monitors the messages on the podcast network and she might remove them if she doesn't like the question and I want to see the questions because you guys voted and I believe it. Like I just said, I like to give back. So I'm going to give back. You believe in democracy, but you're done with politics. So this should be interesting to watch. Maybe one day you can have an episode about me, maybe, but I think people are sick of hearing about me anyway. So there's that. And like, he just called me. Did you hear what he called me? No. A libertarian Medea. 
I think that okay. might even be the title of this episode. Hey, if it's the libertarian idea, that's it's funny. Yeah. So, bro, tell us about your show. What 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 made you start the show? Tell them what the topic's about. Just go riff about your show right now. Well, I've put the gloves on for this one, buddy. I'm stepping into the octagon and I'm swinging and for the fences, man. Because this, the only way to explain it is to go back a few years. And this is not to bring up a sob story or give any sour grapes because I have moved on and I would like to believe she has too. But from my, I have to talk a little bit about my for, my first divorce. Is that you know I now I've dedicated my life to my little redhead girl and I'm pretty serious about my marriage now. But at that time when I had my divorce, we started off going two different places for Christmas that year. And when I came back to my apartment to be able to kind of pick up where I left off because I, I was going to be living in the apartment. Have you ever seen uh, I know you've seen How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the original one. Yeah. You, you know how uh, in that scene it says on their walls, he left nothing but hooks and some wire. I'm not referring to her in that way. I'm, but the fact is, that's how bare that apartment was. And there was a storm coming in, so I had to quickly go down to one of those outdoor stores and buy myself an inflatable mattress and some quick uh, food meal to ride out the storm. But I looked in down at the bottom on the bottom floor where the TV used to be were two stacks. One of them was my Peanuts DVDs. The other one was my UFC DVDs. So in a way, that kind of starts a new chapter for me. And so what I started doing is I started trying out putting up a blog because I did want to do something about how my life has always been focused around Charlie Brown and the peanuts growing up with that for as long as I can remember. But I can't just use the Charlie Brown name, can I? I can't. That's got copyright infringement written all over it. Uh, you can't. Yeah, you, you. Yeah, you can't. That's a trademark. You can't take somebody else's property. But I thought, well, is there if I start blogging and I start giving my journal entries, is there a nickname that he is given through every episode? So I'm going to give you a little trivia. What's the nickname that Lucy and every other character will refer to Charlie Brown as? Is it Blockhead? The Blockhead. Exactly. And only one. Uh, I didn't want to. Hey, Brian, I didn't want to answer because, you know, I am probably older than the two of you combined. So, you know. (laughs) Probably so. He's right. He's right. right. Blockhead is the one. You got it. Good job. There you go. And and so that nickname is going. The only time I ever saw those two words combined, I even did a Google search on your favorite blockhead, and I found nothing until 2015 when they did the new Peanuts 2015 movie. It was mentioned in one small little blurb, and whenever they were saying, "Watch your favorite blockhead," as he uh, takes on these challenges of meeting the little red hair girl, it was only one time. I searched it high and low in every forum from websites to blogs to podcasts. I said, well, if nobody else is going to take it, then why don't I take it? And so I started using that in my blog so I could start getting a few journal entries as I kind of moved forward and started to keep going through education. And then I, you know, I went on and was a teacher and still am a teacher, you know, teacher by day, podcaster, MMA enthusiast by night. But I think it kind of had to have started there to start getting the idea because that's the the thing I was most worried about. I can't go around stealing somebody else's intellectual property, but I could use a term. And then I looked forward into history. There were times through American history where the term blockhead was actually detestable. John Quincy Adams mother wrote him and said, you better get your education in line. How 
unthinkable it would be for you to become like the other blockheads of society. So if you look at what blockhead has become, it's actually nobody goes around calling anybody a blockhead anymore. I mean, it, that's pretty watered down compared to most explicit, deleted content that's out there now. Nobody's going to be offended if you call someone a blockhead. But in a way, he could have taken that you – know, your favorite kid could have taken that word back and had the power away from somebody trying to call him this. If I'm going, why, why are you trying to offend me with blockhead? I'm already your favorite blockhead. So if you kind of converge all that, yeah. So if you converge all that together, it might be a little deep. But it started with the blog, and then as I found out what a podcast is, and then I realized that that was becoming the new blogging. I went, okay. I started trying out, doing a few episodes, trying to share some content. But I knew that I would have to talk about those two things because I can bring something home for Peanuts fans probably better than most of you can. Because what I'll say is this. Peanuts is the single most successful comic strip in American history, bar none. There are so many other ones that have been great. You could have Garfield, Calvin and Hobbes that absolutely dominated 85 to 95 in that decade because it was a lot spicier. But if you look at the longevity of how long the Peanuts comic strip has been thriving, even when Charles Schultz, rest his soul, passed away in 2000, they still continued to recirculate his comic strips. Name another comic strip that has done it for as long as it did. And now that uh, the newspaper and the Sunday comics are becoming less used and everybody's going online, people still know who the Peanuts are. But there's got to be somebody who has a little bit of historic background to clarify a few things in the Peanuts realm. And then I started realizing when I started talking with friends that I'm not great at talking all sports, but there was something about this new sport I'm calling it new in the in the context of time because the UFC really kicked off in 1993 with UFC 1 with Royce Gracie, who showed that you better start learning jiu-jitsu if you want to make it in this realm. But as it went on, it evolved. And over time, I started to see the weight classes come in. I saw the wrestling. I saw the grappling. I saw the submission holds. And I, I saw the octagon control and the ground and pound. And I saw now how people are on the mic. And I went, okay, I can follow this sport. And most people would tell me, you know more than most people do about this sport. And I go, I shouldn't because it gets a little irritating that this is a legitimate sport that is an art, is a combative sport. And I can walk you through plenty from the beginning until now, and I can have a great conversation with you. So I went, OK, so MMA has to be my sport. So if you combine those two, my knowledge of American history, you got the trinity that has collided together and made this into the podcast it is today that's an awesome story but you're what the heck is that sound guys i don't know but it's coming from you can you hear it i don't hear anything. wow that's weird because it's not me hitting anything i moved the mic away from me just in case it seems to be okay. anyway good well i'll have to edit that part out anyway <laughs> that's a great that's a great story and um you know, you mentioned that you're a teacher, so it brought something to mind for me. What do you think about this giant scandal that broke, um, the uh, college admissions cheating scandal involving all of these celebrities? You know, it's really early to be able to give a lot of my opinions about this in college admission scam. I want to go into it into detail, but the one thing that I'll have to say about all of this is that what ever happened 
to this thing called integrity? Whatever happened to, you know, being able to put quality education ahead of funding? But in so many cases, I have to go, when we get to the bottom line of all of this, money talks, including in college settings, in public uh, public school settings, anywhere you look, that has to be the bottom line at the end of the day. And eventually somebody blows the whistle and you get caught. I really don't – it's one of those – I'm sure you have your opinions because I kind of want to hear them. But I guess you can roll with my thought on that about how when you go through all the details, at the end of the day, somebody got a nice little deal under the table and they went out of their way to make this happen. So I guess that's – I'm getting some nods of approval from both of you. So why don't I let you all kind of share what you got, and I guess I can fill in some of the gaps along the way. Well, I'll start out by saying I will start out by saying that these people, they're stupid. The amount of money that they wasted on this is just outrageous. But right. guys, this isn't this is far from being over because they could arrest everybody involved, put them through a trial, <clears throat> convict them, put them in jail. You know what's gonna happen next? There's going to be a whole host of parents and students who are going to say, you know, my my application to that school was put in around the same time as those people. How do I know that the reason I didn't get in was because they bribed their way in? So I'm going to sue the university. Well, that's what's going to happen next. Because, you know, we do live in the United States. That's what I'm expecting. The, exactly. the most litigious country in the entire I'm not even going to say world. I'm just going to say universe. I'm going for it. Literally other but, countries look at the United States as the country who sues everybody over everything stupid like McDonald's coffee. So just giving you an outside of the country perspective. Bingo. Yeah. Bingo. We need a cure. like a true Canadian. Yeah. Somehow down the pike, we're going to have to have a cure for two things. One, greed. And the other entitlement if anybody can come out yep. with some kind of a book or even i'll take a pill at this point that we can cram down the throats of these college administrators and the financial officers that are all involved in this or even if we just get you know if you take the red pill or the blue pill which one everyone's going to tell you the truth it comes down to you've got greed has overcome integrity and entitlement is running rampant in our country. I watch it in the classrooms. I watch it in the higher levels. You know what? I, I, I don't mean to digress too much, but I'm going to share something that I found from an author named Jonathan Taylor Gatto. I don't know if y'all are familiar with who he is, but go look up some of his work. He's got a book called Dumbing Us Down, Weapons of Mass Instruction, The Underground History of American Education. And he mentioned something about this that I believe is very true. He was mentioning how if you look at the graduate record exam, the GRE, school superintendents are virtually the stupidest people to make their way through a graduate program. And that means that they are scoring 51 points below the elementary teachers that they supervise wow. oh, yeah. and then scoring 80 percent beneath secondary school teachers like yours truly while teachers as ourself as an aggregate are ranked 17 out of 20 of the of the most intelligent groups of people that work in america we're 17 out of 20 that cannot be by mistake 
and it is irritating to someone like yours truly, who I admit I am not a test taker, I am a storyteller, but I look at some of these people that have gone into administration, I go, you didn't go in to solve the issues at our school. I'm not speaking for all of them. There are plenty of them that have the right heart and get corrupted, or some that come in and try to overturn the tables and fix things, but a lot of them that come in, all they see is the paycheck. So that tells you know me what? Admission, admission scam is going on. You follow the money. Well, exactly. And first, before I before I give you my my real rant, Toria, if you ever decide you don't want to be on the nightly rant anymore, I think I found my new co-host. Like <laughs> he he and I are vibing uh, well together. Like process. Come on. I like him. I feel like I'm like getting him. fired. No, 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 no. I said if you ever decided you didn't want to do it. But anyway, here, well, here's something that nobody's talking about. So you, what are people saying on Facebook? Oh, my gosh. I can't believe that Lori Laughlin would do this. She's such a nice person. How the hell do you know that she's a nice person? Seriously. How do you know? Do you know her? What do you know of her? You know characters that she's played on television right? that, oh, by the way, someone else wrote. And that doesn't make her that person. It's just like the same idiots who say, um, what's her name? Um, Hannah Montana. What the heck is her Miley name? Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. Oh, how could how could Miley Cyrus, you know, do drugs and have sex? Bring oh my gosh. Machine and carry that sledgehammer and move her to <laughs> Yeah, like like how then they think that she's the person in the TV but if it's show. On social media, Stop it has it. to be true. Right. I mean, don't we Stop it now? already. You can Google hey, by the way, anything now. You don't need books. You don't need a, by the a way, college education. I'm going to take a second crack at a reality star. You know we like to watch The Married at First Sight and The 90 Day Fiance and all that stuff. Well, I don't know if you heard the episode where I talked about there was a woman from Colombia named Larissa, and she married a dude in Vegas. And there was an episode where he kind of flirted with this chick at a at a store. I like your and, Yeah, I, I, it was a stupid line, and she and she made a comment on on Instagram, posted something about it, and I just said, "Hey, maybe you should, you know, let things cool off, and then go deal with it." She blocked me for making that comment because I didn't agree with her. Well, guess what, guys? He hacked her Instagram and got it got got it deleted, so she has a new Instagram. So guess who's gonna go follow? The new Instagram whoop, whoop. and get a second crack at it. Only this time, I'm going to make sure I get blocked for a reason. Hey, just so you know, I told you so. But hey, Medea is going. Medea is going. Smack <laughs> her up. Uh, and so, I don't know if so, you noticed okay. the whole time. The whole time you've been talking, I had my hands like this. Here's what I was about to do. I would hope you would know this movie reference. I had to because I was right here. I wanted to go. Hi, Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> it's just i don't understand why people you know we you, uh, your story about why you have your podcast is amazing i can tell you that for us it was just literally we would sit here and we would talk at night and she would say you know i bet people would find some of this funny and i started thinking about it and you know she regrets ever saying that because you know we're like 230 <laughs> episodes later here we are um on the back end of it. Yeah. Well, one of the things we learned 
because now we sort of, you know, it's almost like a job. We sit here and we analyze different topics and yes, people it's analysis. Sometimes we're, we're mean. Sometimes we're rude. Sometimes we're obnoxious, but we're analyzing and we're telling you how we feel. And if you want us to be, if you want us to sugarcoat everything, the correct term paralysis by analysis. Well, I mean, if you want, <laughs> but if you want to, if you want the sugarcoated version of things, go somewhere else. This isn't the place for you. But but if you want to know how people really think and how people really feel, this is the place for you. And we discovered so many people are just stupid. I mean, you're a teacher. You must know this. So many people. Uh, I don't expect you to answer that. Please don't answer. I want to get you in trouble. But no, 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 no. you're not going to get me in trouble. But, it just makes me go. People are I mean, there's, there's really not anything that's going to get me truly in trouble because I mean, the thing is, I don't. I've not mentioned what my establishment is. I mean, exactly. I'm just going to say. I mean, I'm, I'm. I'll tell you what realm I go into, but I can. I can tell you this: if y'all ever used to follow anything by Paul Harvey, I kind of did a little spill on what he did. That I, I had to come with my own term because sometimes uh, teachers will say, "Oh, he's a little toot." Oh, he's a little turkey. He's this and that. You got to be careful what you really want to say. So I came up with my own, and I used it in Paul Harvey context. So instead of "So God made a farmer," Blockhead is going to share with you a couple of "So God made a dodo bird" because I've got some dodo birds <laughs> that run through my school. And I'm going to start right here. And on the ninth day, God looked down in His planned paradise and said, "I need little bodies." that will run through the halls of schools after they've been told not to. I need little bodies that will experiment with cheap soap and cheap paper towels that can clean your mouth off by putting them together and sticking them to a ceiling. So God made a dodo bird. I need little bodies that will take these little spinners that look like helicopter blades and make you believe that this is diminishing my stress during testing time. So God made a dodo bird. I need little bodies that will be told to do one thing and will do the exact opposite. So God made a dodo bird. I will come up with plenty more of them down the road, but that's that's kind of one of those comedic reliefs that is is helping me to just go, man, my dodo birds are running amok today. You just <laughs> made a in my day. I, I disagree with you though. The little spinny things, they, oh, they definitely they definitely de-stress you. I'm not sure I would want it during a test because it would be distracting. But, you know, sometimes well, I used to have one in my – keep one in my pocket. And when we would be in the mall and I'd get frustrated with, you know, people. Actually, not, I not really you. don't. It's, it's exaggeration. I don't really have a problem with them. But when I see so many of them that started off to be what you're talking about and then I see it become a fad. I think that's more of what I'm hinting at. Well, I think it's saved. I think it's saved my kids' lives a few times um, yes. during Christmas shopping time. <laughs> but, but, see, there you go. Or Black Friday. But here's the, but here's the thing, people. I I wouldn't say like like when I say they're dumb, I, I don't think that they're uneducated or anything. I mean, I've met some people who have high power jobs and they're just dumb. And it's 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 like I said earlier about the homeless argument. Sure. I actually had a person tell me home va- home values will decline if you put a homeless shelter there. And he insisted and I said, so rather than argue with you, let me ask you a question. Will roaming homeless, roaming free around your neighborhood also lower the value? He said, yes. I said, by how much? Oh, the same amount as a homeless shelter. Oh, interesting. So aren't there homeless people roaming your neighborhood currently? 
Yes. So aren't your home values already lowered? Let's say they're going down 10%. Aren't you already down 10%? Well, yes. Case closed. One more argument that's about the same thing. And yet he kept arguing that, no, that's not true. It's going to be different with the homeless shelter. No, wait a second. You said it would be the same. So either either you're lying to me the first time or you're lying to me the second time, but either way you have, you're forced to lie because you're dumb. You didn't think your, your argument all the way through to the end. I'm a chess player. So for me, everything is, I, I was playing some like word search game on an, on the tablet that we got from Samsung. And I was explaining to Toria how like the grid was small enough. I could see the every letter on that grid because as a chess player, I'm used to visualizing the pieces on the board. So it was kind of, it's kind of cool that like, you can do that, and, and you seem like the type of person too. Like you, your stories are well thought out. Um, you're not just you know speaking out your butt. And you know when I've listened to your when I've listened to your show, that's what draws me in is the fact that when you say I'm going to give you my opinion, I know you've thought about it. It isn't just like you know word vomit. And we need more of that in our society as, as a whole because there's so many people that just word vomit. We had two people, this couple, this very same couple that the husband is an appraiser. They were sitting two rows in front of us during a town hall meeting and they weren't paying attention to anything that was said. And yet online they said, they're, well, we're open-minded. That's why we go to the meetings. Now you go to the meeting, exactly, texting the whole time. And they're like, well, that's why we go to the meetings. I'm like, no, you don't. You go to the meetings so you can heckle people and act superior. The, the husband challenged me to meet him outside the police station so he could hand me the evidence that he had come up with in support of his position because he didn't know how to send oh, no. me the links I think it, to read it online. I think it froze on us right there. Uh, okay. And right that's in the middle why, of his rant, too. I think, I, I think no, that that guy just about, hacked into our Squadcast. It just went. That's it, what's it, great about Squadcast is it records everything locally. So y'all just y'all just gave me another thing to edit. Well, that appraiser must have just hacked into your system, buddy. <laughs> he probably See, did. I don't think he knows how. Over. He does. He doesn't. The dude doesn't even know how to send me a link. <laughs> he wants to print. He wants to print ten thousand oh, pages. God made Bitly. Come on now. Well, come on. Like, what's wrong with this guy? I mean, anyway, long and short of he, it is, he doesn't want to learned... admit defeat either. That's another thing. Exactly. There's there's a lot of people that that think it's a weakness. When somebody challenges you and you rethink it and they go, well, you know what? I might have to yeah. compromise on this. That's seen, that's seen as a weakness in society and culture now because we would rather stick to our allegiance of whichever side of the of, of the of the situation, the issue we're on. I mean – Well, my, my two favorite things about social media warriors are, you know, you have opinion A and I have opinion B. And they're 180 degrees opposite. And so we're having a discussion. And you're going to continue to push opinion A, and I'm going to push opinion B. And at some point, this person over here says, you know, you're just stuck on your own opinion. Well, duh, it's my opinion, and it's 180 degrees the opposite of your opinion. And what have you been doing all this time? My I other favorite one is... You know, I, I really don't mean to cut you off, Mike, but I have to share Go this ahead. before I lose the thought. Like we talked about earlier, sometimes they, they play tricks on sure. you. So before I lose this, I had that happen to me on a Peanuts page on Facebook because somebody put up a picture of Charlie Brown being kissed by the girl with naturally curly hair. And all I said was, 
Frida never had any kind of relationship nor any crush on Charlie Brown. She and Violet and Lucy were in that nasty group of girls that were always calling him a failure face and saying he would never amount to anything. That never happened as far as I know. Heather was the little red-haired girl that that was right. in the sky. Now, could he easily have stopped pursuing her and gone after the two that actually had a crush on him, meaning Peppermint Patty and Marcy? Yes, he could have. It might have even happened further on in life. We don't really know because Charles Schultz and rest his soul doesn't have us to be able to connect the dots anymore. But I actually said something about Frida never had a relationship, and somebody put on there this law. I got a ripped. It was a novel. Like, who cares? Just because it doesn't follow your canon or what you know about the peanuts doesn't mean that you should close your mind. And it was it was a long spill, dude. And some of them they said, plus it's cute. They say, I'm not making that up. And they said, plus it's cute. Okay, you just copped out behind cute instead of accurate with the comic strip. Then they said, open your heart to free shipping. And I want you know, but I almost engaged with this keyboard warrior as you called social media, or I almost did. But then I just wrote back, I sent a picture of the guy with the shirt saying, you mad, bro? That's all I did. And I just said, <laughs> tell us how you really feel. You're one of those, those people. That's funny. Sometimes I just go, I'm, yeah, I can be one of those people. I think I've been affected by it. But it comes down to just, am I going to really engage with somebody I will never meet? I think it just, it's been more worthwhile for me to come on this podcast and just have an, an intelligent conversation with you. But you well, know, the, the last thing... The last thing that I was saying, I had two things. That was one. The other one is the same kind of situation. Person A has a comment. Person B comments back. Person A comments again. Person B comments back. And they do that, let's say, 20 times back why and forth. Why are you arguing? And then, and then the person says, why, why can't you stop arguing? Well, hold on, bro. Like, I've had 20 comments. You've had 21 comments. So who here isn't stopping the argument? Like, go away. And... We, we actually, it's funny, we have a political group, and in the political group, we have what we call the Susan rule. And the reason we have the Susan rule is there was a lady that would come out, and you know, we're talking politics here. She would say, you know, it's my opinion that George Bush is the reason Donald Trump got elected. And then you'd say, well, can you explain that? I don't have to explain it. And then she'd go away and it's never come back. It's my opinion. So yeah. how do you have a discussion with somebody who doesn't idea. want to have a discussion? I mean, so we made this Susan rule, which is you're not allowed to post something and then not support it. You have to support it. And I have the prerogative of booting your butt out of the group if you refuse to support. And you know what? You don't have to defend it. You could even just say, well, I thought that that was a good thing to post because X, Y, Z. Done. You know, you've, now you've supported it. <laughs> yeah. Now you, yeah, if you want to find lies. Um, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't get me started on that. But in any event, you... You guys are both laughing at me. I can see this. The, the audience cannot see it. Well, I know. You're with laughing you. with me, at me. She's laughing at me. You're laughing with me. Like That's me. why he's going to end up being the co-host, and you're going to be the substitute co-host. And I'm going to talk to Yogi about it as soon as we get done here. Well, we need a substitute. Put it in with the CEO. Put it in with Yogi, and I'm sure that I can cover. Yeah. <laughs> he can be the sub. That's actually a good idea. Maybe if one of us is sick, he can step in. <laughs> See, she's verbally giving you a sign over here. We know what that means, but are we going to I'm reading the writing on your forehead. You told me I had to behave my language. Yes, I did. And I did not want an E on this episode. Oh, and you didn't want to change anything in there? E. Yeah, you went from if a there's C anything in there, to an E for effort. So. I'm going to take out that. I'm going to beep it. Yeah. Like, go. I don't remember what. 
I don't remember what you were saying, but as I, as you were saying it, I was thinking oh, I could beep that just to be funny. But you know, then no one would get what we're talking. That about. seems rude. Well, anyway, anyway, Ryan. Now people know they can find you on Yogi's Podcast Network, and by the time they hear this episode, the pieces will be in place for that. But why don't you tell them otherwise where they can find you? All right. So it started off with being able to just put it on Spreaker because there's a lot of uh, podcast hosting websites that are out there that you can look for. You can go through Podbean, Buzzsprout. You can use Libsyn. And I'm on Libsyn too, but it's just kind of Spreaker tended to do a better job for putting me on iTunes and putting me into uh, Spotify. So it's kind of been, and also on YouTube, but there's, there's two things that are happening on YouTube is that it will just put the podcast up and I'm realizing that some of my friends have reached out to me on Facebook and they've said, we like when, when you do some of these new Facebook live videos that you've been doing. And also uh, the YouTube ones I tend to save that are, that are live. I save those for what's called Dallas on air. And that's a friend of mine uh, that owns that, that has a, a studio in Dallas that I'll go to, but you see, he actually will charge you, for, for the services because he does a fantastic job, and, and rightfully so. So it's one of those, if you want to find me on Dallas on Air, I, and you can just put that in dallasonair.com and look at uh-huh. all the other uh, podcasts that are out there, you'll see mine, but you won't see a lot of activity because I've only gone a couple of times. If you listen to the Automatic Man podcast, I just called in about 30 minutes ago with him and made a call. So, I mean, I mean so there's other places where I'm jumping on and I'm being a part of, if you listen to the Dose Leprechauns podcast, you'll see how I've interacted with them several times. But really, the best way to find me is to be able – I've started my website called YourFavoriteBlockhead.com. That has the intro page. But really what you should do is start going to the blog. And the reason why I say people go to the blog is because you have the audio recording that isn't got any interruptions on it. Because Spreaker and YouTube will have um, – um, I don't know if you hear, but there's something going on in the background right now. That I figured out what's going on. There's okay. a delay. There's some sort of a weird delay because that noise that you just heard, that was that was Stubby coming over here and whining. Oh, well, and and he whined while you were talking, and then all of a sudden, a good ten seconds went by, and then I heard the whining. So that's pretty okay. bizarre. I don't know what's going. Well, on. I was more making clearly sure. Clearly, like- our squad. Clearly, our squadcast session has had some issues, and I will definitely be leaving the files up for them because they're going to need to take a look at this. Right. So, I mean, I can kind of keep going if you want. I can kind of give myself a three, two, one. Just go with that. We'll just do three, two, one. So, your favorite blockhead.com is just a intro page of saying welcome to the spot, but there's also the contact and the blogs. I tend to put up the blog a lot because when you put the audio up, it doesn't have a lot of the commercials in the beginning and end because you have the uh, pre roll and the post roll. So, I mean, that you can still go find me on Spreaker. You can find me on – you can just Google my your favorite blockhead, and you will find me across the spectrum. You can go to iTunes and listen to me there. I don't have a lot of activity on iTunes, and the reason why is because I'm realizing that iTunes is not the end-all, be-all for podcasts now. Uh, and, I mean, it's good because most people in the world have an iPhone, and they can find you on iTunes, but that's just not enough. You know, you have to be able to actually engage with people in different platforms like this one we're doing now. You have to be able to put um, your links up in something that's easily accessible, like a blog page or a website, where people can find my affiliate links, where they can find the audio, they can see the notes that I've put down, because you guys have started doing the same thing. You're putting notes up on what some of the key points you hit. 
through your show. And that's, that's the route that I'm going now. So I would tell them, you know, really the best thing is just to start following me on my Facebook. You can follow me on Twitter, but Twitter is not your favorite blockhead. That one somehow just didn't, they didn't, it wasn't, it was taken. Twitter just didn't like that. So I had to change it to, you are your favorite blockhead. I hadn't changed it there. Uh, Instagram. I do have an Instagram. That's your favorite blockhead. Uh, and I have all those there too. So I put uh, episodes up there as well. So I'm on I'm on all the social medias that I can think of. I'm on Pinterest as well, but I think the biggest one is just really try to follow me on Facebook because that's where I tend to put most of my content now is is going through Facebook, and that just seems to be the one that the most traffic comes from anyway. Every time I look at my WordPress and I look at where people are tuning in, it tends to be Facebook still. So I'm I would say start following me on my page. There's Brian Little at Facebook. There's also your favorite blockhead, you'll find me on Facebook. But um, um, that's why I've started doing the blog, to make it more accessible. Some people like to just read through and see the key points and find the links that are there. But it tends to be the biggest traffic I have is Facebook. So I've started meeting people in the middle there. But again, I put out, you could Google me and you'll find your favorite blockhead. And it used to be about three years ago, you never saw that. Now it's my stuff. So. I did. Awesome. I did learn this a bit earlier, and uh, thanks. Thanks for sharing with us all the different places we can find you. Yogi's Podcast Network is definitely going to connect with you in all of those places. <laughs> um, and I, I guess that's all for tonight. So that would be uh, good night, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show. Please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.